Okay, Paul was on trial before Agrippa and his wife Bernice, and Paul's now going to speak. So Paul made his defense, and Paul said, I consider myself fortunate that it is before you, King Agrippa. I am going to make my defense today against all the accusations of the Jews, especially because you are familiar with all the customs and controversies of the Jews. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. So then Paul goes on and he tells Agrippa how from the time he was very young, um, he lived among the Jews, he lived as a Jew, and they all know that very well, and that he was a Pharisee. And he says, the reason I'm on trial is because of my hope and the promise made by God to our fathers, which the 12 tribes all hope to attain. And this hope, he is saying, is in the resurrection of the dead. And he says, this is the reason I'm accused by the Jews. And he says, why is it thought incredible by any of you that God raises the dead? That's a really good question. He's like, why would the Sadducees think that's incredible for God raised the dead? to raise the dead. They believe in God. And why would you Greeks think it's incredible? The Greeks believed that they were gods, but they thought it was foolishness to think that gods would raise the dead. And his point is, if you think that God is God, why wouldn't he be able to raise the dead? That's crazy. Yeah. And he says, I myself was convinced that I ought to do many things in opposing the name of Jesus. And I did so. I locked up the saints in prison. I had received authority from the chief priests to do this. Um, and uh, I was going to, I voted to put, put the Christians to death. And I punished them. And I did all these things. And then Paul tells him about his conversion. Now, we've heard, that this is the third time we've heard the story of Paul's conversion. What does that tell you? That is very, 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 it's important, right? We heard about it when it happened, and then we heard Paul tell the story before, um, I, don't, I don't know if it, I don't remember, was it the Tribune? Before another court, and now he's telling it again before Agrippa. So he talks about how he heard Je how Jesus appeared to him and said, why are you persecuting me? And told him what his mission was going to be. He said, I'm going to send you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Uh, that's talking about us. We're Gentiles. And all people who believe is the point that hearing the gospel opens our eyes. Think about what Paul's saying. Remember, when he saw Jesus, he was struck blind, literally, for three days before his eyes were opened. And he's saying hearing the gospel is like that. Paul's saying, I used to be blind, not just physically for a few days, but before that, when I thought that I was persecuting, that I should persecute Christians, I was blind. But then Jesus appeared to me, and now I see. And he sent me to preach the gospel to others so that they may be brought from blindness to light and from the power of Satan to God. In other words, before we come to faith in Jesus, we're all under the power of Satan because we sin. And when we sin, uh, then Satan accuses of our, us of our sins and we do what Satan wants and we think what Satan wants and we end up with Satan in hell because of death. But through the gospel, we're delivered from the power of Satan to God because of the forgiveness of sins. We receive a place with Jesus. So Paul says, Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I, I did what he sent me to do. I preached in in Jesus Christ, and I told people to repent and turn to God. And this is why the Jews seized me in the temple. 
To this day, I have had the help that comes from God, and so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying only everything that the prophets and Moses predicted would come to pass, that the Christ must suffer, and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. So what Paul said there is a really good encapsulation of everything that the Old Testament said about what would happen, that the Christ would suffer and die and rise, and that because of his resurrection, he would proclaim the gospel both to the Jews and to the Gentiles. So while he was saying these things, Festus, remember Festus is the actual governor here. King Agrippa is listening to Paul, but he's... No, 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 that's the emperor. Remember, this guy's called King Agrippa, but he's not a real king. He's like a governor, like King Herod. Called King Herod, but he's a governor. So Festus is the guy who's actually the judge of this trial. Agrippa is hearing Paul because Paul wants to give his defense to Agrippa, and Agrippa wants to hear it, and Festus is interested in what Agrippa thinks about this. So while Paul's saying this, Festus yells, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you mad, which doesn't really make any sense. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king, he means Agrippa, knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day might become such as I am, except for these chains, meaning that they might become Christians. Then the king arose and the governor and Bernice and those who were sitting with them And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. So, like, when Paul appealed to Caesar, do you think he just, like, accidentally made a mistake and and, uh, he didn't know that he probably could have been set free, but he just appealed to Caesar because he was kind of dumb? No, the reason he... The reason he appealed, right, the reason he appealed to Caesar was because he knew that he was going to go to Rome. And he realized that opportunity to preach the gospel. This was, for Paul, this has never been about, like, he he knows he hasn't done anything wrong. And he probably knows that any of these governors are going to realize that, as they both did. But that's never what this was about for Paul. He had, the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he was going to be arrested, that he was going to go to Rome, And that the reason for this was going to be for him to preach the gospel in all these places. So every time he gets a chance, that's what he does. And he tries to point out to Agrippa. Now notice what he did with Agrippa. He knows that Agrippa is familiar with the Old Testament prophets. And he knows that Agrippa has heard the reports about Jesus and what he did. And he's saying, Agrippa, you've heard the prophets. Do you believe what the prophets said? I know you believe them, Paul's saying. And if you listen to the prophets, then you have to believe that Jesus is the Messiah and that he's the son of God. And that's a really good place to start with people too, is to point out like, you know how we read stories where there are like prophecies? Like we read that book, like in The Darkest Rising, there's like prophecies, right? But those are just myths. Think about what it means. Yeah. Think about what it means though. If there are, if somebody really predicts the future and then it happens... And not just like in a general way, and not like they said 10 things and one of them happened and the other nine didn't. 
but like everything they say about the future comes true um like that person is like from god like that that has major significance and the bible is full of that stuff and it's not myth and we know that it happened like the prophets of the old testament said all kinds of things about jesus including very specific things like where he would be born something he didn't have any control over unless he's god and stuff like him right we'll hear about this on sunday him riding on a donkey into jerusalem all kinds of stuff that jesus fulfilled and the main part was his dying on the cross his rising from the dead and therefore the forgiveness of sin